You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. All right, folks, welcome back to the latest Mountain Westwire football podcast. Uh, we've had a lot of these the past couple weeks, or past week, I should say. <laughs> yes, it's Jeremy here in the back. What's that? Who's that guy laughing at? It's our buddy, Josh Fredlund, covers Colorado State and does some betting gambling stuff and points out some interesting things in our DMs all the time. How happy are you to say that Steve Adazio is no longer the uh, leading young man of Rams football? You know, I, I, I do believe he was. Um, I can't say I'm disappointed. Um, you know, it, it, there were things that, you know, especially the Utah State game that we saw and the other stuff. But, you know, he, he was starting from a lower perch than Bobo was, um, in regards to, you know, um, I guess locker room attitude and whatnot. And so I, I think the foundation is there. It's just going to take the right person to build upon it instead of tearing it down like Bobo did. I have a question for you in this because he had because it's a year and a half. He's four and twelve in sixteen games. This year obviously wasn't great, despite he could have been bowl eligible very easily with three games. Wake or not Wake Vandy, South Dakota State, and Utah. Um, I go. You need a go or a stop guy for the sideline, right? Who? That's <laughs> like that was ridiculous. It's like, yes, go. No, don't go. Oh, my goodness. But well, could, so, he had a lot of talent, like offensive talents, but he's not the guy to do it. When they – Dante Wright, Trey McBride, all these guys, like, ran out of town. Patrick O'Brien left or whatever reason, maybe not ran out. But I felt offensively there's plenty of talent to be pretty good. Yeah, there there definitely was. I think it was just uh, still a lot of the talent was from leftover from Bobo. wasn't exactly for the system. One of one of CSU's biggest problems since McElwain left was. Well, whose problem you know, is that? That's not. That's the stupid Urban Meyer making a hire to bring in the guy who can't. Well, I, I think a lot of that was um, related to the O line, <laughs> just having no O line for yeah, clearly years. Sorry, sorry, no. but like I was discussing in one of our many podcasts we did this week. One of them we we're talking about this. It's like I mentioned it like to the Brady Hoke situation when he first came to San Diego State from Ball State. He yeah. took over a team where he 
slowly integrated what he wanted to do. It wasn't like, all right, we're doing my spread system. We're putting four wide outs, guys in motion, doing all sorts of stuff. He slowly built out. Same like Adazi was more like, well, let's give it to Bailey. We'll give it to whoever running the ball. And I felt he forced it too much because Dante Wright and Trey McBride are really good players. Like they yeah. got Patrick. I thought it was a good quarterback. They had a defense. Like, they shouldn't have been this bad. But when we forced it and tried to run it, when Todd, Todd Santeo did get better this year, I felt, compared to last year in the beginning, which was mm-hmm. promising. But I just felt like he wasn't taking advantage as much as his the players he had. I know he forced it to McBride and Wright a ton, but it's like you got to do a few different things and get the, get right the ball more often, I felt, even though he got targeted a ton. It just wasn't the plays they're running. The scheme wasn't – suited for what he does and what was on the roster, I felt. Yeah, definitely. You know, I, th- I think going back to when McIlwain was hired, you know, he brought it, he wanted to implement his system, and but realized that it wasn't the system that the foundation was there for. So you're right, he did did that slow stuff. And then both Bobo and Adazio have been like, no, we're scrapping everything and doing that my way. It's my way or the highlights type of feel, especially with Adazio. I mean, we've, we've seen that, you know, at Boston College, seen that at Temple. I think so, um, just a bunch, bunch of different high school coaches come out and said that he wasn't the best either. So. so you're telling me a coach who tries to get a former player in the NFL cut is not a good guy? High <laughs> yeah, school trophy finalists can't get tickets to a home game? <laughs> or what, what, what is uh, I think it was um, Nicole Auerbach. What was what was that? It was another athletic article from like a couple months ago about recruiting in the Northeast or whatever. I'm not. Yeah, sure. yeah, it was inside recruiting in New Jersey. But it was about uh, Greg Schiano actually. <laughs> but there was a a thing in there about Adazio. It was like, yeah, he used to, he ran off players that were recruited by the previous coach. So maybe yeah. that's what we saw with those transfers that happened this year. Who was receiver last year that didn't play? Because they've had a million receivers. Who was at the beginning of last year that didn't play? Because when when they're deciding, he's like, I'm going to go for the NFL. Oh, uh, Warren Jackson. Yeah, Warren Jackson. Yeah, Warren Jackson. Like, what? What the heck? <laughs> like, geez. Well, yeah, I, like, I think that I think that was more COVID related than anything. You think so? Not all the other stuff that's finally officially sort of coming out now. The video of him being. A douchebag to a janitor because the bathroom was closed for cleaning. Right, a black guy calling because it's like the most disrespectful thing. Because if, if you, well, what he said was, well, did he? Did they know if he officially said this on the video of him being overly aggressive. But if you call a black person boy, that's like very up there of like, what did you say? It's like yeah. swearing at somebody because like I grew up in Texas and Houston, and that's I'm like, what are you guys doing? Like, why? Like, it's I. Dodger seems like the guy a mile away is like a meathead, which he clearly is, right? Like he's that guy. But I've been here a lot. He's he's that guy, right? Look that was the, that was the CSU term, the CSU board term for him too. So you're not <laughs> the only one who thought that. It's super clear, but like what he said, like calling a black a black adult man. It's not like, but using that term, boy, it's like no, that's super disrespectful. And I'm not surprised that this goes basically with what was because it kind of got quiet last year remember like when warren jackson the play players were quitting there's COVID issues like are they really practicing properly are they doing whatever the protocols are in place but now there's this racial thing across the board a different not just football but it's like now this stuff's coming out it's i wonder how much more will but he just he never seemed like a fit at all like when he got hired i'm like what are they doing it's he's always one with other players typically so 
if, if we go back to that hire, the final five candidates were Blitz Jones, Kevin Wilson, Steve Adazio, Matt, it wasn't Matt Canada, or Dave Aranda, sorry. And then Dave Aranda? Are you kidding me? No, Dave Aranda was on the, was on the final five. Are you kidding? Wait, where was Dave Aranda? I know he's a Baylor now, but. You, I think he was the LSU coach at the time. DC? Yeah, yeah. Like, dude, Joe Parker, get out of here. You can't hire Dave Aranda. Any four well, of those guys, even, even Butch, was it Butch Davis he said or Butch Jones? It was Butch Jones. Eh, okay, but my, if Dave Rando's available, how the heck did that so, not happen? He wanted a head coach. He wanted head coaching experience. Oh, darn. But not a guy so, who played all best and coached so, really great defenses at multiple locations? Butch Jones was actually the first choice. Mm. Um, and then the stuff that happened at Tennessee came out. Oh, that's right. There's that stuff, yeah. Kevin Wilson was the next choice. And then the PR stuff from Indiana came out, too. So Adazio was the last choice. Was this like, okay, we half kid, like even Stephen Goffrey's on Twitter today, like it's a serious, this is serious news. Urban Meyer is not involved. Was he involved <laughs> for all of these guys? Cause all three, three of those guys are scumbags of stuff that's gone on. Yeah. Somebody tweeted out, um, somebody, like, jeez. I'll, I'll try to find it, send it in the, the Twitter DMs. Somebody filed an FOIA request for that and for, for the, what, the search or what? No, for, for, Related to when Urban Meyer was hired, hired in quotes to help with the search. Oh, I forget who said it or Matt, who I'm filed saying, it. He flies everything. <laughs> no, it was um, who was I forget who it was. I saw it earlier this morning. I'll have to search for it. Like I, what does Joe Parker know? Like who is giving him? Like now they're doing a national search firm. They're wasting a ton of money, which whatever. <clears throat> They, they they missed out on a okay Dave Randa maybe pulled a Jim McElwain like oh great for a couple of years and be gone but this should be year two and look what he's doing in Baylor he's Baylor possibly in the playoff in his uh this year it's like what the heck yeah I, I think it was the the bad taste left over from Bobo who wasn't a head coach and they wanted that wanted that game management experience is where it was coming from it's the dumbest thing it's like oh we buy hot it's like not just like if we talk about Washington State, they went from Leach to Rolovich, which is kind of similar. But then they go, they didn't do a big swing. We always hear, oh, we bought an offensive guy. Now their DCs promoted, which is a little different scenario. But well, if a guy have NFL or head coaching experience didn't work, let's get one who wasn't. Or offensive guy, let's bring a defensive guy. It's like, well, I could screw up like like we mentioned earlier the scheme you have in place or athletes recruited. But just get the guy who's going to be a good coach. Yeah, speaking on that, uh, he said, uh, Parker said his press conference, like, I think he was asked, like, what kind of coach are you looking for? And he's like, maybe one that passes a little more than runs is kind of a joking manner, but (laughs) so that's, that's what I put in the DMs, like, maybe. Don't make jokes. (laughs) Don't, why why not Graham Harrell, right? Yeah. Like North Texas and the USC didn't work out extremely well, but yeah, he's not wrong. You know, it also helps they have a quarterback like Patrick O'Brien, who was pretty good. Yeah. Like, look at the quarterback. Nick Stevens is pretty good. They Garrett Grayson get drafted by the Saints. Bradley Van Pelt. They've had plenty of quarterbacks. I mean, Van Pelt is a bit different, but they've had a decent stream of quarterbacks. If you look past past twenty years, if who've been pretty good overall, like can pass the ball quite well. And then they have the look at the receiver, like receiving group. We didn't even me and Matt didn't even mention Warren Jackson, but they legitimately have 
I would have we'd have to look clearly, but think of the receivers in the in the NFL they have. No other Mountain West team could say as many. Probably not many teams in the country when you have is Warren Jackson officially in the league or is he like a pra- practice squad guy anywhere? Are you he is a, I believe last I I don't know if he got cut or not. Last I heard he was on the practice squad for the Rams. Okay. So let's don't even don't even include him. You have Rashard Higgins, who's doing okay at Cleveland. You have you know, Michael Gallup who's playing the Cowboys right now. They <laughs> yeah. um they have – who else they got out there? Oh, geez. I mean, we rattled them off yesterday. They'll have Trey McBride shortly. They'll have Dante Preston Wright. Williams. Preston Yeah, Preston Williams. They're a Dolphins. Year two. Like, they, could have, they might have seven pass catchers in the league next year. Yeah. Like, dude, <laughs> you have the guys. Even Nate Craig Myers who didn't pan out. Like, oh, we thought that could be – I was kind of high on him, the potential, the former Auburn transfer. That could be something, but it wasn't. But what do you, like, he wants a coach that passes. And then also what's really ridiculous is I forget who put it out there on Twitter. It was an audio clip. I, I know we, Matt retweeted it, but basically from Parker's and like full confidence, like less than a month ago. Uh, <laughs> so that was former, um, Colorado State beat writer Matt Stevens who put that. That was Matt Stevens out in North Carolina. No, yeah, that's what it yeah. was. Yeah. I remember so, being yeah. like, sure. But it was a comment where basically like we full confidence. This is fine. We're great. This is good. No issues. But I'm like, what the heck? But isn't what, isn't that more eighty speak or whatever? Like, are you really going to trash your coach at the moment? No, but it's also could be, hey, you're out of here. You know what I mean? Like, hey, we're going to, uh, <laughs> we believe in you, but it seemed pretty confident. Like, you're not going to trash him. It's like, well, he's your coach. What else are we going to say? You know what I mean? Well, like, I, I, I think part of part of that was him admitting that he um, blocks fans. I think that's where people <laughs> actually took more offense. I think because I think he actually, and it wasn't like, oh, I, I blocked like uh, such and such amount. No, he specified like I think I've blocked like 104 CSU fans on Twitter or muted or something like that. It was just, it was yeah. the specific number that I think bothered people. Yeah, because you're paying too much attention to stupid stuff. Yeah, but uh, to to be fair, like some of the stuff on Twitter was like it was it was. Close to crossing the line. Yeah, clearly. I get it. Like, depends how what's, I'm not familiar exactly what's going on, but with that specifics, like he would be, or I guess him, but it's just mute him. Don't block him and don't acknowledge it. That's the, that's the worst part. You know what I mean? That means your focus is somewhere else and then caring about your football, basketball, other programs you have. But what, like, what do you want the coach to be? Like, do you care? Like, you just want somebody to win? Do you want a certain type of football to be played? Do you, or do you care if it's triple option? You go, you're not even going nine and eight and four every year. I don't want the triple option just because I hated playing against it in high school and I hate watching. <laughs> I hate watching us against it. I was like, the only time I enjoyed it was when McElwain was here and we somehow beat Air Force fifty eight to thirteen. <laughs> Something along those lines. Thinking my points, like you want to, I get it. it's not super fun to watch. It's it's acquired taste, but. Everybody seems to be on the table. Like, like, what do you, what, what do you want? Like, I, I, for me, I'd want to coach you. Apparently, treats treats people nicely, at least respectfully, at some level. You know what I mean? That's kind of a. So a I big, guess I guess Gary Patterson's out the window then. No, no, stop that. Nobody do not hire Gary Patterson. If that that, that name's been floated, it's garbage. It was it was one of the, it's one of the top ones. By who? Do you think that's a good hire? No. I was like, hey. it's it's Adazio and Eustacey combined. Could be. Maybe not to the extent of Eustacey. Yeah, maybe not that, but he's also been slipping. He doesn't recruit very well. Even being a defensive coordinator would be questionable because look how far Tisha slid. I know they went to the Big 12, but they were top 10 for a couple of years, end of Mountain West year into Big 12. 
But no, there's there, dude, no. I looked at him like, why in the hell would you want him? He's like, he's he's not going to be a grinder to go and recruit. Like he's just a guy. who's like, whatever. Not that it's a bad thing, but maybe take care too often be DC. But don't. He's a guy I would not touch for this situation. Yeah, like if if you're making me pick a top five out of that list of twenty seven, <laughs> get that list mostly, maybe. Um, probably Graham Harrell would be my first choice, just because I want to see CSU go a different, completely different direction than I think they've ever gone. Um, usually CSU is wants to be that blue collar type of team, you know, and it has worked before. You know, um, McElwain did bring a little bit of that balance, but he kept that, you know, hard-nosed, tough team. Um, one of the names that popped up a couple times was um, Sean Lewis, the head coach at Kent State. Um, yeah. He he put the, he's gotten them into the top ten in total offense past couple of years. He was number one last year, even even in COVID. Um, let's see who else is on this list. Well, speaking of Graham Harrell, look, he went to North Texas and USC wasn't great, but it was more Clay Helton. But I think you're right, like, a little more excitement. Like you can do yeah. both and run and pass because, like, look at Boise State; they they run the ball well. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Spread a little bit, like sling it down the field a bit more. It's just it, – it can be done. You just don't necessarily need to be like three tight ends what my University of Utah Utes do, which i glad they're winning. But I'm like, oh, man, three tight ends again? It's nice when they get a 30-yard run, but I'm like, dang it, it's not the most exciting brand to watch when they beat Oregon and throw to zero outside wide receivers the whole game. <laughs> yeah. It's tough. Um, who else you – so who else you got? So I know yeah, Chris Kiffin, Cleveland Brown D-line coach. Like, okay, played at CSU. Oh. I don't see that. I I actually didn't realize the CSU connection at first, but I'm I don't know. Like him, Zach Azani are kind of kind of in the maybe pile for me. Um, you know, maybe go Mountain West, steal Zach Hill from Arizona State. Um, Let's talk Brian Harson wants to maybe. Yeah, we saw yeah, um, Tom Herman potentially, and then I mean, if we want to go back to retread, we can go Matt Wells. He knows no, the Mountain West. Come on. At least he knows the Mountain West. So, 
That's true. Like with um Tom Herman, like it's brought up. I've seen it here and there, but he. Okay, I know I put our DMT specifically says happy with the Chicago Bears as an offensive analyst. Um, you're not gonna have a job because Matt Nagy's getting fired, buddy. So yeah, probably. <laughs> so he could be open. I've seen like um. I mean, Drop White, who's done, he was really good at Texas as their OC, not great at Houston, South Alabama. If you want excitement, like, it's clearly Graham Harrell. I think me, Drop White could do that. Yeah. I honestly think, why not just get Tony Alford? Like, that, that's, that's been a top choice. Um, a couple oh. of people are saying is like, what a couple of people are, one of the knocks against him on the CSU boards are, well, he hasn't gone anywhere. It was like, he hasn't been promoted because of the people in front of him. <laughs> There's that too, like Ryan Day, Urban Meyer, you know what I mean? Like, I can see maybe being OC, but he's also worked at Mount Union, heard of it, pretty good. He's been at Washington, he's been at Iowa State, he's been at Louisville, he's been at Notre Dame. Like, he's been to multiple places. So, yeah, I know he's been at Ohio State. He, de- he definitely, he, he lives in British CSU, you know, he was, he interacts with CSU fans all the time on Twitter, so it's better interaction than Adazio. <laughs> and, yes, and, Turn down option to go to to LSU with Brian Kelly. Or it, did Brian Kelly try and um, pull his southern accent? Foghorn Lakehorn? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Did, did, did try to get him to come with him? <laughs> this is going to be – not the sidetrack, but go find it. Somewhere. I saw it from Will Brunson, who's great on Twitter. I see an action network. A lot of places have it. He did a basketball game, like, halftime. He's yeah. all one out, like – Dude, he's from he's an Irish dude from Boston. What are you talking about? <laughs> it reminded me of the Sunny episode I put on tweet. I'm like, hey, is he must be a Sunny Sunny fan when Charlie they try to sell gasoline door to door pulls out his extreme Southern accent. I'm like, it's like his freaking people. Oh, you got your fake voice when you're talking on the phone or giving public speeches. I'm like, he's never sounded like that. Yeah. Who told him to do that? It's like go Tigers. I'm like, what are you doing trying to be a, a miniature coach? Oh, I'm like, what the heck? It's so think, bad. I don't think I don't think anyone can fake a Coach O accent. No, but maybe you know, I mean, but kind of pull out a draw of some sorts. Yeah, yeah, definitely something. The best one. Okay, then more off topic. Have you seen the TV show? Was it The Young Rock? I believe it's called with uh, Dwayne Johnson, fictional I've running. Se- I've seen a little bit of it. So they have a guy who, because it, what it basically is, it's him in high school and college. He went to the U. Coach O was, I believe, his defensive line coach. Yeah. The guy who plays him. It's the voice. It's really good. He does a good job. I think the way he does it, he always because he's like, I just chew coffee grinds all the time. So he has something in his lip. I don't know. It's not dip, but it makes it look like you're having dip or something. Like your lips yeah. all fat, and that's probably helps him to get that type of voice. But he does a pretty good coach though. <laughs> but it's just, I don't know, man. I guess not. Man, you got a southern charm, but no, dude, it's ridiculous. He's gonna be like. Not necessarily the water boy coach to got the nipple rings and uh, the straw hat <laughs> overall. <laughs> but I'm just saying, he's he's one step closer to that direction. And he's going to yeah. be – we've seen his – on the side, his face gets red. How's he going to handle Death Valley Labor Day weekend playing a game where it's 102 <laughs> degrees for a night game? I'm like, he's going to die yeah. if he'd exhausted out there be purple. <laughs> yeah. That, or in Florida, too. Okay. In no. <laughs> exactly. But – I, I like back to Tony Alford. Like he seems too logical, right? He would be the most fanfare hire and be super forgiving for Joe Parker. Oh, absolutely. I think he would buy himself, you know, a couple, a little bit more time than uh, um, any other coach would. And um, fun fact: his son committed to Utah State. Interesting. Also, he's the assistant head coach, so that says something. Yeah. 
or associate head coach, whatever the it's ACH, whatever that is, assistant or associate. So he's highly thought of at Ohio State under Ryan Day, and he's been there. I believe was he there with Urban Meyer for a year? I forget. Yeah, I believe I believe so. Um, but he's, he, been, he's also he's also been lauded for his his recruiting too. Yeah, he's recruiting at Notre Dame like a couple times. He's an assistant or associate, one of the higher head coaches at Iowa State for four years. He's been around, but it's like I get it. He hasn't been at OC, which could be concerning to call plays. But if you're head coach, you're probably you're typically not calling plays anyways. Yeah. Like look at the running backs that what they do at Iowa State. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Like who else would be Graham Harrell? Like Tony Alford, if they bring what Ohio State does offensively, that's not super flashy for the most part. They're more of a pro style type thing. But if it goes well, like why not? You know what I mean? And especially if if, if they can get a coach, you know, that pulls in their receiving game too. Where they have three receivers this year that are potentially all Americans. Yeah, no, no kidding. Like they're they're amazing. Like who else? Like you mentioned, list like twenty seven. We went through a couple from. Like the athletic, that's kind of what we went through. I like Sean Lewis. That could be a pretty good option. He's a young guy, 235, so he'd be – who knows. But if people are like, why, why do I want a young coach? He'll just leave him three years. I'm like, well, what do you guys want? Like, You, you, you want one out of left field that'll that'll piss off Wyoming? Craig Bull coming down? No, uh, Brent, Brent Viggins. Ooh. Why would – why would why, why I mean fans be, I mean, be happy he would go? Because his offense wasn't all that great. <laughs> Well, he's eight and one at Montana State this year. I know, yeah. I don't know, man. It's who else? Who else is on the list? I don't have the list in front of me. Who else is uh, being at least? Um, I should say Seth Luttrell and Jeff Choate. So where's Luttrell right now? He is the North Texas head coach. Oh, yeah, maybe I can. I don't know. It's like it, I, there's not many. Like here's the weird thing too. It's like. Yeah, Sandy Lubick, but there hasn't been a ton of coaching with beneath that. Plus, that's been a long time. Like you had Steve Fairchild, you had obviously Mark Wayne Bobo, all these guys. They don't necessarily need a guy who's from there because bring a staff, like bring your staff. The guys know the West. Like they, you get you go to California. That's typically you do Texas. You're right in the middle, essentially mm-hmm. from those two states. You're not too far away, but. I don't know what else. What else? Whether Seth Trout could be interesting. He's kind of cooled off a bit, but uh, and Jeff so Choate, he's at he's at the FCS, right? He used to be um who Boise State coach Jeff Choate, right? Wasn't he on Boise State before? I believe so. He is currently the co-defensive coordinator at Texas. Oh boy! And Texas is talking about hiring Gary, Gary Patterson to join defensive staff. So maybe I don't know. <laughs> well, if we want to go to the we want to go to the Lubick route, Matt Lubick's available. That's true. I heard, heard that name. What's he been up to? He just got fired as the Nebraska offensive coordinator. Oh, no! Him and Adrian <laughs> Martinez? Come on. Get, I don't want to. If it's a wasn't, head, it, oh, wasn't it Jesse that said that in our chat? <laughs> maybe. I don't know. But do not bring over. Oh, yeah. It probably was. He's transferring. Even though Scott Frost gave him the world assist. Here's your pearl. Here's the ocean to have. And then I'm out of here. He gave him every chance possible to not be terrible. Or at least playing time, I should say. Yeah. But, oh, man. No, Matt Lubick, I'm like, the name, people are like, oh, maybe, but you get fired from a team that went 3-9, and nine, and I'll hear, oh, they're one-score game, one-possession games. Fine, win a couple of those before you can get back to me. Like, you can't pull Utah State and say they're good a couple years ago when they lost all those one-possession games. Give, give at least a turnaround the next year to see. Yeah. I feel like Alfred and Graham Harrell are my top two choices so far. What else? Who else is out there? Alfred. <laughs> 
Marco. Did he get fired? Did he get? Oh, Mark. Oh, I think it's somebody else. Um, was that the former Oregon coach, right? Yep. What's he? What's he doing right now? He is a he is an analyst for Fox Sports. He is. I haven't seen him on Fox Sports. Is he a play by play or like a t like not the studio guy, but one of the okay. I swear, I swear I've seen him. Yeah, I think he's a play by play or something. Um, I watch all the games on mute and fast forward. So sorry. (laughs) Um, Some people want a reunion with McIlwain. See, I don't think he'd do that. That no, I think I think it's a bad idea. Well, it, it, it definitely, it's not going to happen. Um, Justin Michael of the DNVR Rams tweeted out at one point. He was like, he's burned too many bridges with too many people higher up. So it wasn't ever going to happen. At CSU or just in general? At CSU. Oh, yeah. Why, the way he left or something? Yeah. What, what, I don't recall. What was the issue with him the way he left? Like, it was a coach line, which is the norm for any coach. <laughs> I forget, I forget exactly what it was, but it was okay. that whole circus of them camped outside his house. Um, him quitting, him like pulling Brian Kelly, quitting all the players before the ball game. Oh, geez. Okay. All right. I get that. Because um, we, because Dave Baldwin was the coach for the, because we went to the Vegas Bowl and played Utah that year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Got wrecked, if I recall, right? It was that what it was? Pretty much. Totally. Because we also decided to wear our orange uniforms for whatever reason. Oh, man. <laughs> no. So fortunate if Utah goes to the Rose Bowl, that'd be pretty cool. But I have to freaking probably work that day for a place I'm at. I'm like, dang it. <laughs> I only try to go. I'll drive to nine hours to Pasadena. I'm okay doing that. <laughs> so I will do that to go to get down there because that might be worth it. Um, what are the list on, like, who else is kind of seriously be considered that you would think, oh, that's interesting. Or you want another, my <laughs> Another potentially left field one is Jeff Trailer. Um, part of asking, but who the heck is Jeff Trailer? <laughs> He is the uh, University of Texas San Antonio head coach at the moment. I apologize. I, okay, I should probably maybe know who that is since they're eleven to one. But are these lists like people thrown together? Is there any connection at all to this? Um, let me see what list. Where did I? Are these uh, just so, what people, or, or these just what people want? <laughs> so, um, out of that twenty-seven, my final six were from <laughs> the board. So my final six were the Troy Calhoun. Oh no! Bronco Mendenhall, Tony Elliott, who is the Clemson offensive coordinator, Tom Herman, Chris Peterson, and Matt Wells were all the CSU board ones I found. Like what fans want? Yeah, I think Jeff Trailer was the better posts choice. Him and Jay Hill, the Weber State head coach. Excuse me, it's Weber State. <laughs> he, that could be interesting. However, he's likely going to w- hold out until Kyle Woodenham retires because uh, Morgan Scally, he's a DC Utah, really screwed up with, you know, texting yeah. racial slurs to recruits a while back and somehow still has a job. He literally had the head coaching job at Utah locked up when w- Woodenham retires. Not anymore. <laughs> and then I think the last three that I haven't mentioned. Oh boy. Excuse me, are Billy Gonzalez, who is the Florida wide receivers coach slash passing game coordinator. Um, he forget exactly his connection to CSU, but he has a connection to CSU. Um, Alex Grinch, the USC defensive coordinator. You mean and the one that just left Oklahoma to go to the USC? Just I, it was thrown on one of the, it was thrown on the, I think it was a Denver Post list, so. 
Wait, Denver posted that? I'm double-checking. Um, yeah, OU offensive defense coordinator, Jordan Riley at USC. He's not – so you can pull a Chris Beard? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. And then um, – Interesting. Oh, um, Brian Lindgren, the Oregon State offensive coordinator. Hmm. We need Andy to weigh in on this. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Everybody Andy Dykoff. I'm telling you, just go – I go with my gut. I go go Tony Alford. Come on, yeah. don't screw this two, up. Top two, top two for me are Tony Alford and Graham Harrell. Graham Harrell. Okay, I would agree with those. Um, I could see like, would Matt Wells come back? Because that could be an interesting hire. Like come back to the conference. I'm saying. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Did, did that did that intrigue you at all? I mean, because he knows the he, he at least knows the conference in. And he, he played quarterback there too. Probably so. recruit, he was recruited it too. He's not like Bob Onadazio who are completely unfamiliar with it. So that that's one of the that's one of the interesting things about him. Hmm. There's that. Like, hmm. it's uh, I don't know. I, I like I like your choice, like Harold and Alfred. I do like um, Sean Lewis. Obviously, he looks pretty good. I think they need. I think they do need an offensive coach. But hasn't like all the coaches been offensive recently? Because Adazio, technically an offensive coach, right? Runs the ball a lot. Yeah. Matt, was Matt going considered offensive coach? Um, I believe he was. I think he was Alabama's offensive coordinator when we hired him. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was an interesting thing. I got him from Alabama. I don't. So, is there? Any, I've I've done I've done a ton of research. You've done quite a bit more, which is helpful for this. Is there any time frame of what what's been thrown out there? Like what Joe Parker says press conference at all? Um, I, probably soon. Um, I, so I did you know what I mentioned earlier about that FOA, FOIA request. Mm-hmm. So just <laughs> the timeline from that one, from when they hired Adazio was early signing date is the pressing issue that needs to be at the forefront of this conversation. Week of December 4th to 6th to arrange phone call interviews. Target is for December 8th in-person interviews in Indianapolis. And then target date for new coach in place is December 11th. So that's two years ago. So I'm assuming the similar time frame. Yeah, because early signing day is first week of December, right? Yeah, coming up. And so you must say it'll be coming up soon. Yeah, we're already December second. We're recording this. So I here's what I'm saying. If this doesn't work out, Joe Parker's gone, right? Obviously. <laughs> well, his contract is up next year. Is he gone anyways? There's that. There is a chance he's gone anyways. Could this be a scenario where? He is – they're not renewing him because it hasn't – basketball has been going pretty well, obviously. Like the most well, that, even, that, that hire fell into his lap. Which one? Nico Medved? Nico Medved. Did he also hire Larry Eustachy? No, he gave Eustachy an extension, though. Okay. That, oh, wait, hold on. Oh, no, no, no. No, sorry. Jack Graham gave him basically an infinite contract that – because. That's he right. basically had rolling one-year extensions that he could accept. Okay. I, I thought he brought him in. So basketball's been great, but it hasn't been like necessarily him. He also should have got rid of Lustacey probably six months earlier than it really did, at least. Yeah. So I'm betting what will probably happen. Let's, let's see how this year goes. If football shows improvements, probably get an extension stick around. Like, I know he's good at bringing in money and stuff, but it's like at some point you got to put a bunch in seat and win games, and that's your yeah. big deal. Who cares what volleyball does, even if they're amazing? Who cares what other teams do? It's, you know, football, they got stadium to pay for. And, like, recruiting, like you mentioned, like, their class hasn't been great. 
and currently I'm trying to pull up here in 24-7, they're sitting at, oh, man, I just scrolled to the bottom. They are 11 of 12. Well, so here's here's my thing with that is it actually doesn't list all of our commits. We last I checked the last recruit we last commit we got. Unfortunately, I think it was it wasn't even reported by the Colorado. It was a long snapper. Um, yeah. I forget where he was from, but the last Colorado I article I found was we had 13 commits. A lot of okay. them were a lot of them were local kids. That was actually the one thing I will give Adazio credit for. He came in and said that his primary focus was going to be Colorado kids. And yeah, he there's a decent amount. To that. Yeah, because currently, whatever 24-7 says, they have eight recruits noted. They have J- Jada Royo, tight end, three-star. Jake, uh, oh, no, sorry, he's not there. Um, Kai Ode, Jr., also a couple three-star guys. He's a wide receiver. And I guess two, I thought there was three, but a couple. But there's not, it's not like there's a, a plethora of Division One or even FBS talent, high-level FBS talent in the state. There's always a handful. Get those guys. There's always be a couple. But they're 11 to 12, and part of it is with the composite 24-7, you know it. It's the number of recruits you have plays kind of sometimes a bigger factor than quality. Because yeah. if you look at – because overall, like, Boise is number one, but they have 17 commits. Utah State, 20 at three. Aztecs second at 16 as they randomly go out of order there. But if you go by average, like average recruit, they're actually the worst in the conference, according to these eight on there, like the average rating. So yeah. that's not good. So get again, Alfred, recruiter, bring him in. He's, he's like, heck, I've been to the playoff how many times? I've coached with who? I've done this. Yeah. It's like that seems like a no-brainer. Graham Harrell, bringing exciting football back and fill the stadium. So I don't know. Any final thoughts about the Rams search? Anything else you want to get to about CSU or – does anything else you want to shout out here to people besides Colter? There's not a tight end. <laughs> I will die on that hill, by the way. For anyone who wants to know, I will die on that hill. Um, no, no, I think we're all good. You know, I think we covered everything. We'll probably get something in the next couple of weeks. I don't expect this to extend into January. If it does, something is seriously wrong, and that might be influencing Parker's time here at CSU. Um, other than that, the only thing I have to say is. Um, Trey McBride will be a first-round tight end. You think he'll be first-round? Oh, absolutely. With um, both McShay and Kuyper having him as the number one tight end. Okay. Absolutely. How how disappointing was it he had just one receiving touchdown, but 90 catches? I put that up to more on the offense than anything. We, we, you know, we, we well, that's see, what I mean. I mean. It's not his fault. I'm just saying, like, yeah. coaching, play calling, Tossin Teo being a hit-or-miss QB. I think that was play calling. Did you vote him player of the year in our in our conference list? Do you remember who you voted for? <laughs> I think I voted Devin Tompkins, actually. Me too, but Carson Strong. Fine, whatever. Um, I don't have a problem looking, with it. No, I, I, I was looking at the numbers because me and Matt were like, if you if you haven't listened to other podcasts, we've done three this week. This will be our third one. It's the, I don't recall which one. It's not the title game preview. It's another one, people. But we I looked through because Richard Higgins had like, an unbelievable receiving year back in what 2015, whatever it was, 2016. Yeah. This this is the best wide receiver class or wide receiver year for Tompkins since then. But looking at what Carson Strong did, outside of going back to like Grant Hendrick at Boise State, his quarterback year was really good. Derek Carr blew everybody away the year before Grant Hendrick did it. But I was like, oh, maybe it wasn't the wrong choice. I just I don't know. I just felt like the difference he was to everybody else in the field seemed way better. What was I don't know? Was didn't Stevens? Win it, or was it Grayson that won it one year? And everyone was like, 
What the hell is this? Um, I used to have the page bookmarked or found somewhere. Because remember, she used to list like historically, um, every year by year the awards. So yeah. I can actually we we can check Sports Reference really quick. You mean yeah, it's Nick. I think it's Nick Stevenger, wasn't it? One one of those two won it, and everyone was like, "Are you kidding?" Like he had a good year, but somebody else had like a like a very good year as well, and everyone was like, "That person probably should have won." I remember Garrett Grayson was drafted by the Saints to eventually be Drew Brees' replacement, but that never worked out. Like he's a third round pick. Was it, was it I'm looking really? right here. Hold on. Garrett, it would have been Garrett Grayson in 2014 because that's the only CSU guy on here with him and or the year before Shaq Barrett. But um, yeah, that was the only one. So whatever 2014 was, we can look that up as we go and talk because this is quite interesting. Who else was really good? Who would have been? Would have been Derek? Would that have been a Derek Carr year? No, he'd have been gone. No, I, for some reason I want to say it was one of the San Diego State running backs. Could have been. You never know, <laughs> right? Because they had Donald. Could have been Donald Pumphrey. Um, it could have been. I'm actually gonna look here. We're gonna go through it and discuss this out and find out because this is very interesting from something <laughs> seven years ago we're discussing right now. So 2014 Mountain West All-Conference Honors. Garrett Grayson, Offensive Player of the Year. As we mentioned, you had Zach Vigil, Utah State, Air Force, Will Connett, Kicker, remember punter. I remember Devontae Boyd, UNLV, that didn't work out. Jim McElwain, Coach of the Year, congrats. <laughs> oh, well, probably so, could have been J.H.I.E. possibly. No, it was, it was Pumphrey because he had – he had eight, he had nearly nineteen hundred rushing yards and twenty touchdowns. <laughs> what? He doesn't get it. Tell yeah. me, it's, a, it's a freaking quarterback award. It's like the Heisman Trophy. Alabama quarterback's going to win it. It should not be the Alabama quarterback. He should not win the Heisman. Trophy. Sorry. No. Shouldn't it be Kenny Pitts or whatever his name is. Kyle, whatever the what's his name at Pitt? I don't know. Whatever the Pitt quarterback is. Come on. Yeah, I don't know. I some people were saying it was. Um, the running back for Michigan State, but then he didn't do anything against Ohio State. Give it to freaking Will Anderson of Alabama. Come on. He's had, like, he crushes what Ndamukong Sue did, like, by far. Like, I was looking at somebody put, I think he's athletic, so not to go off topic, the random stuff will finish here. They had, like, the best defensive seasons of long time, like, who could be a Heisman final of some sort. Remember when Manti Teo was a runner-up? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. His stats were garbage. They were terrible. They were not very good. And I'm like, how did he become a Heisman finalist with like two and a half TFLs or something? There's a date goes. I think it was they, they felt you know, they felt sorry for him and his fake girlfriend. It was before that happened. We didn't know yet. We didn't know. We didn't get catfished. No, because they're in the national title game. Oh, yeah, like yeah. during was... the game that was going on, <laughs> which is ridiculous. All right, I think we're good here. If we're going off on stuff from six to ten years ago. We've exhausted our limit about the CSU head coaching search. My final pick, as you okay, so, who's your number one pick? This will end seriously on this. I'm going. It should really seriously 100% be Tony Alford. Who's your oh, number? I know you mentioned I, two. I, Tony Alford's my number one pick, just because you know it. It is a pick Duh. that excites the CSU fan base. There was an interesting thing I saw on the CSU board about that, which is kind of funny. Um, there was a, somebody suggested that. One of the donors ponied up the buyout money for Adazio to get Tony Alford hired. I, I believe it, right? Wouldn't you believe it? Oh, I absolutely, I absolutely believe it. Especially who the donor was. I won't. I know they revealed who the donor was, but I won't. Oh, dude, is it a who's a rich CSU alum? Is it? It's not uh, the former AD, right? No, it's <laughs> not. It, it was. <laughs> It was it was not him. 
Okay. Go. What, what, okay. What's the board website so people can search and find it if they wanted to subscribe over there? Which one is it's, it? It's ramnation.com. It, okay. I actually believe it is on the. Unfortunately, it's on the. Um, is it a free one or is it a paid one? It's the paid one. Ah. Go get so, it there a free trial. I can go find out and see real quick. No, so it is <laughs> if you donate to the Ram Club and then tell the board, well, board cool. chief that you donated to the Ram Club, you can get access to it. That is awesome. That's a good site to look at stuff too. I haven't been there in a while, but I look at it now. It's a good one. Okay. I'm going with um Alfred as well. It just makes too much sense. So yeah. all right, so keep keep up to date. You'll have stuff, Josh. We'll put stuff on the website. Um, you know what you, you, what you need to do? I'll give you a sign right now, which is fun. Just put the 27 names and just say, here's the list of what I found and leave it at that. <laughs> Make the title. Yes. Just do. I'm not kidding. Make it super simple. 27 coaches. You don't, don't rank them. That'll take too much work, which would be fun, but maybe put like a note here. Here's my number one or two choice, but here's the rest of the guys that have I found that have been legit or not and have, have a day with it. I think that could do pretty well, but check out, you'll be on Twitter. Um, check us out MWC Wire, um, MWR.com. Title game this weekend. Who's your pick before we, before we finish here? I, I know I, I've seen your pick, but let people know who it is. It's, it's San Diego State just because Utah State struggled against Wyoming's defense. Makes sense. I have Aztecs winning by like, I think my score, I have to check, 28, 24, something low, lowish score, 21, 17, something, somewhere in that I, range. I think I had 31, 24. Okay. We'll see, because uh, also, did you hear, I keep adding on, but COVID issues potentially for San Diego State, their tight end, and maybe others? I did not hear that. We You didn't listen to our podcast, and come on. We put it up earlier today on Thursday. Working today, man, damn. I, I, I get it. No, that's fine. I'm just messing with you. But uh, all right, we're wrapping up, wrapping up here. We're having too much fun. So check everything out, MWR.com. And we'll be back with a, me and Matt. We'll recap Mountain West um, title game and whatever comes up, coaching search. And it's been fun. This is hilarious and awesome. So everybody have a good day. <laughs> we need-